to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Adrienne Wilson on the line, and she is the CEO and executive chef over at Feed Our Soul. Adrienne, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Adam. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Feed Our Soul. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started uh, in your career and in business? Uh, well, uh, it's a pretty uh, interesting story. I got I am uh, born and raised in uh, South Los Angeles, California. Um, and then, you know, I went to college on the East Coast. And I have always been really interested in food um, and cooking and just like feeding my soul uh, for and feeling, have, having fresh and natural food um, in my diet. Um, I used to cook with my family a lot. Um, I'm in a, from a black household. My mom's from the South. My dad is from California here. And um, so we always really um, found it enjoyable and have found family time, you know, in the kitchen. And so uh, once I moved um, over to um, New York for a couple years, and I really found that I was just cooking a lot. That's where I miss my family. And so I just brought in a lot of culinary um, expression, you know, through um, my life. And so I started a food blog that was called Feed Our Soul um, that was uh, based around uh, recipes for young single women um, who wanted, you know, minimal cleanup. Um, that we can make one meal singularly for one person, which is something that I could not find on the Internet. Everything was made for, you know, families, servings of three or four, but there weren't really um, meals and recipes out there that were for um, single women. So um, I started my food blog then, and then it got um, a lot of traction, which was amazing. And then I decided that I was going to go to culinary school um, and get my degree um, and become a chef. Uh, so I dropped everything, and I moved to Barcelona, Spain, and um, I received my culinary degree there. And then um, I also uh, came back, and just seeing the difference between um, how the European Union um, takes care of their food waste um, and how they use their food um, and also how they really have access to fresh and natural food um, there, and I was just so baffled by why we don't have those that same system and place um, in the food and hospitality industry. So uh, I packed my bag and I moved back to California um, and I really uh, discovered that, you know, food deserts um, and food insecurity is just so prominent and not only here in Los Angeles but in all of our large metropolitan areas. Um, and there are neighborhoods such as South Los Angeles and Detroit and Chicago and Washington, D.C., um, where there are low-income uh, households that are suffering because they don't have access to fresh and natural food supply. Um, so then I started Feed Our Soul, um, which is um, a, a gardening and nutritional program um, where I teach you how not only to cook your home, how to plant and cook your homegrown produce. And uh, that is how I got started. Wow, what an amazing story, and I love it. You're like, so I packed my bags, and I'm off to Spain, and then I packed my bags, and it sounds to me like when you pack your bags, you go on a new adventure. I love it. Um, <laughs> I love you. 
I love your entrepreneurial venture. Uh, so that being said, you know, there's some uh, there's some entrepreneurs and some people that are just getting started. They're not they're nowhere near as far along with their idea or concept as you are. I mean, you've been in business already with Beat Our Soul now, you know, going on seven years or a little over seven years. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur that's out there that um, really has this idea or this passion and they want to bring it to market and, you know, take it to that next step? Because you've managed to do it in your career, so now you have a little bit of the benefit of hindsight on your side. What, what would be your advice to them? Uh, my advice would be to do something and find something that wake up in the morning and that you have so much passion about that you won't stop. Um, and, and that really can be anything. And I think that when you have an idea, it has to be a very global idea, but also be locally driven. Um, so I think it's important to uh, make sure that when you are looking for starting a business that it affects all people and it supports all people, um, uh, because then, then you have no boundaries and, and no limits on your audience. Um, and on your target, um, because at the end of the day, if everyone can benefit from it, uh, then um, it, then that's how you can grow. That's how you can be successful, and that's how other people will um, buy into what your what your business is. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so let's. Uh, I want to switch it up a bit. Let's uh, get into what you're doing over at Feed Our Soul. So you you gave us kind of high level what you're doing. Let's go a little bit further. So tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so uh, Feed Our Soul is a restorative organization at the end of the day. Uh, what we do is we uh, look for sustainable solutions uh, in order to bring fresh and natural produce directly into food desert um, neighborhoods um, and essentially reverse um, food insecurity that's happening um, in South Los Angeles specifically. Um, so what we do is we install hydroponic gardens which are soilless um, garden and growing units that are also vertical. Um, they have minimal space. They use minimal space, and they use about 90% less water and 90% um, less space, um, and they're essentially designed for the urban environment. So we install these um, hydroponic gardens into schools, into res senior residences, um, churches, community spaces, homes, um, and then, uh, then I, we have our field food foundation coaches, um, that curate the garden for you, um, so it can grow whatever you're looking to grow. Um, it can grow up to 150 different types of varieties of produce. Um, it also can grow in one tower. You can grow up to 40 different types of different things. Um, so you can grow anything from herbs to um, vegetables. It grows tomatoes, grows peppers, cucumbers. Um, it can really grow almost anything that you would need to have a fresh um, and natural and healthy diet. Um, and then our Food Foundations coach um, then helps you teaches you how to grow and then teaches you how to cook the food that you're growing because that's what I found was the biggest gap is that between um, the growing of the food, people want to eat healthy, they want to, you know, have more greens and more vegetables incorporated into their life, but they don't know how to cook it. Um, and they don't know how to cook it in a way that they enjoy and how to incorporate the food naturally into their diet. 
Um, so then our Food Foundation Coach then helps you um, grow your food and then teaches you how to cook your own recipes that you um, love and enjoy. And so it's a natural way how to bring vegetables and produce into your lifestyle without having it seem like it's a diet or like making you not eat something. It's just a natural incorporation of fresh and natural food um, into your diet. And so that's what we do. Can you uh, elaborate on that concept of food deserts? Because I don't want to—I don't want to assume that all our listeners understand what that is. That's something that I just actually myself learned about maybe two or three years ago. The term. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so a food desert uh, is a, a, a geographical neighborhood or a space um, where their households do not have access. To, to fresh and natural produce, which means that they do not have access um, to a grocery store within um, 0.5 miles or where they're walking distance um, to um, a grocery store. They are in a certain um, economic income bracket, um, making probably less than forty to $30,000 um, for one household, um, and they also do not um, uh, they do not have access to a vehicle so that they are using public transportation um, in order to um, get to their grocery store. Um, so that is the official definition from the U.S. FDA of what a food desert is. Now, you can take it a step further and when I was doing my research in grad school about food insecurity, which is even a little deeper. So I've made three points about the food insecurity because I add that one is it um, adults that have more than one job, right, um, because that also mm. incorporates into time and how much mm. and how often they get to cook. Um, I also incorporate if they have more than two to three children um, because that also incorporates about how much food you can produce and how many mouths that you have to feed. Um, and then I also incorporated, <laughs> um, excuse me, if they can access food in their workplace. Because um, some of places, and usually if they have two to three jobs and they cannot access food, or, or their job does not provide or give them food. Um, and some, some if you work in a corporate office, and you know sometimes there's a snack room and there's lunch, but you know if, if you're working in a, in a food insecure at home, then you're usually either working it for the metro or you're, you're doing um, other, other clerical work that doesn't give you access to food on a regular basis. Um, so that is um, where I work, um, is in food desert and food insecure neighborhoods and households. That's awesome. Uh, so, so Adrian, if somebody wants to learn more about uh, Feed Our Soul, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, absolutely. They can check out our website. is www.feedoursoul.com. Um, we also are on Instagram, at Feed Our Soul, and also on Facebook, at Feed Our Soul LA. Uh, and those are probably our three best platforms that you can access. Um, you can also access direct me, me directly. My name is Adrian, uh, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, at feedoursoul.com. Perfect. Um, well, hey, Adrian, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at Feed Our Soul. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, um, share this with your friends, family, colleagues, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And Adrian, thanks again for coming on the show. 